0: It's a niece of shade. They was dying by my calling. Now they away. The hey guys. Welcome back to the Pretty and Profitable Podcast. In today's episode, the principle that we're going to cover is productive. So I want to introduce you guys to Nicole. Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi. Hey, first, thank you for having
1: me. Thank I'm you for super coming. excited for your podcast. Yes. This is something that everybody needs to talk about, being yes. pretty and profitable, because yes. we all, we all slate. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so thank you for having me. I'm Nicole yes. Jones. Um, I have been in project management for the past 10 plus years. Yes. So, when we talk about productive, we're gonna, we gonna hit on mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I also, it's in other facets as well, just in terms of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can see at my book here, I also yes. wrote a book about being financial freedom nice. um, called Unlearn. So in terms of being productive, what that actually looks like, feels like holistically, not just from a business aspect, but from a financial aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's who I am. I'm a project manager with the PM Suite. I'm an author, I'm a wife, I'm a new mommy. So I am
0: very productive these days. That is awesome. (laughs) And busy. And profitable. (laughs) And profitable, yes. So um, what is the project management, uh, what is project management for people that aren't familiar?
1: Project management looks like a number of things. I think what people closely identify project management with is just business operations. Mm -hmm. It's another term closely associated with project management. Essentially meaning being able to um, carry through Mm end-to-end on projects for a particular company, corporation, small business, large cap businesses. Mm -hmm. I'm that pretty much, I like this term a lot, especially because we're in the season. Uh, I'm the quarterback of the projects I pretty much help people get where they need to go make sure we get the target make sure we get on time on Mm -hmm. budget (laughs) yes all the things when it comes to project execution
0: so you're thinking about a whole range of things not even just one thing
1: yes yes yes
0: that's awesome yes so what are the foundational skills necessary to be a successful project manager
1: I would say the main thing is organization Mm being organized, being able to car compartmentalize things in your brain, I'm mm-hmm. just that naturally that person, not just with work, yeah. but I'm also the friend that plans everything. It's yeah. like, hey, let's do a girls' trip, blah, nice. blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, everybody looks at me, because um, uh, I know I'm the organiza- organized mm-hmm. person. So having organizational skills, I think, is extremely important. Were
0: you always organized?
1: Yes, hmm. yes, hmm. yes.
0: Okay.
1: So we think about, uh, just in terms of pr- uh, being uh, productive, I'm also the oldest, okay. so Me I too. almost was I'm like trained to groomed <laughs> yes. to be organized yes. and productive, mm-hmm. right? Right. <laughs> and take care of everybody else yes. and wrangle the cats, as yes. they like to say in the yes. project management world. Um, so it's pretty much naturally who I am in terms of like uh, being organized and structure. Yes.
0: So. So why I ask that? Because um, I talk about women's identity a lot, and I find that um, women really get tied to titles rather than knowing who they are so yep. they're attached to all these different things and then you ask them who they are and then they tell you about all these things right and so when I talk about identity um, I give women the example of like the first step in really discovering who you are is going back to who you were as a child oh right so on, that's somebody? why I asked you that yes. and so the things that typically um, things that you naturally did as a child. Yep. Right?
1: Yep.
0: Um, because God, like He says, that He molded, he's, He created us, right? Exactly. And exactly. so when He created us, think about when the starting point was when we were children. And some people, they were groomed and their, their skill sets were encouraged. And some other people, their skill sets and who they naturally were, were kind of smashed. Yep. And so yep. then you have those kids that are like, I don't know who I am, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. When you go back to your childhood, you can see things that you did naturally yep. that you didn't have to be taught and you even when you look at kindergarten you can tell who was who right (laughs) you're like okay come here little tyrone right good right Right. but you can tell right and so i do have women walk through what maybe what are some of the things maybe you got in trouble for right Mm -hmm. um so for me i got in trouble for talking a lot yep here we are this here we are. Here we are, prime example. Right. <laughs> Getting paid to speak. Right. Exactly. Um, so but because we were brought into a society where we were really taught to um not offend people, to get along and to tolerate and to compromise some of our skills and who we naturally were or, you know, are were kind of like pushed to the side. Yeah. And so a lot of women then attach to careers. And relationships and all these things that God said were additions to us, not who we are. And so I talk about identity. um, This is a great thing because you said that when you were younger, you were already organized. And so now what you did is you built on who you naturally were. Listen. You're adding on yep. these things, right? Yep. But you're using your skill set, your God-given skill set. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I love that. <laughs> that just touches my
1: soul. That just makes me feel really good because the conversations like your the purpose. Ex- exactly yes. conversations like this makes yeah. me really happy yeah. because yeah. I talk about some of those things when yeah. I'm speaking with other project managers mm-hmm. or I'm talking about financial management or yes. just different aspects of life where it's important to identify who you are at your core.
0: Yes, at your
1: core. Because that then is what's gonna help you get to being profitable. Exactly. <laughs> that is who you are because we do get into that, that gray area where we're like, okay, what am I good at? Yes. What is my purpose mm-hmm. in this world? Which is like the age old question, what is mm-hmm. my purpose? Um, so you just hit it right on the nail. So yeah. yeah. And
0: I think um, as women too, we, we struggle a lot too because when we're younger, we're taught about competing, right? You're naturally looking at the girl next to you. What does she have? And there is, um, there's a principle that talks about you can't create and compete at the same time. And so yes. if you're in the competitive realm, you actually lose who you are.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. You lose sight of who you are, but when you're creative and you're operating in just Your gifts. who you naturally are, yeah. like it just flourishes. And so yeah. we have to move away from competing and looking at what that person is doing and how that, well, I like the way her hair curls. And it's just like, mm-hmm. baby, what Girl. do you have? Right, right. Focus, focus on what on you, you have focus and on make you. what you have beautiful.
1: There's a flip side to that. Yes. Um, yes, the creative part, work mm-hmm. on your own creativity. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? How does yes. that flourish in the world and the mm-hmm. spaces that you're trying to create? Mm-hmm. But also competitiveness in terms of compete with yourself. Exactly. But there's a there's a but there's a caveat okay, there let's hear don't it. allow that to be analysis paralysis exactly. in terms of being able to allow mm-hmm. that to branch out yes. in the world to receive what you actually have to give to this mm-hmm. world um so compete yeah. but keep moving yes yes <laughs> yeah, that's that's where you got a competition going
0: yes <laughs> yes and i talk about um another principle we talked about it in the earlier episode about being peerless and that was exactly what i was saying uh, the proverbs 31 woman it says that there are many virtuous and capable women but she surpasses them all, and I was talking about how you can't be a woman that surpasses and trespass. Mm. You can't be trying to be like somebody else, getting on their property, doing what they do, and surpass. And the mm. surpass is not like you're surpassing another woman. Correct. You're just surpassing the woman you were before. Yes.
1: Yes. You know, it's like yes. running track. Yes. You know, yes. you're
0: you're really not competing with the girl next to you. You're really just you trying beating to beat your, your own time. numbers.
1: Yeah. 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 I love that.
0: And we have to see things like that. And as soon as we get a visual, and that's why I use a lot of like principles and analogies and visuals, because a lot of times we're doing things we need to, it's not just the words and being motivational. I need you to visually see Mm -hmm. yourself tracking your time
1: Yes. Yes. in
0: your race, in your space, not well, I want to be like that person. That person started 10 years ago. And she had a different exposure. She had a different background, came from a different place. It's not going to be the same. And you, you shouldn't want it to be the same. Yeah. Let me just say this. You don't want to be a cheap, a cheap imitation of someone, someone else's original. Yes. Because when someone does something, I I can't say who it is. I won't say who it is. Uh Oh, but there is a woman that is amazing (laughs) in her space, like. She does it so well that if anybody says anything similar to what she's saying, it looks like they're copying. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be so excellent that if somebody even says anything close to what you're like with Oprah, you can't say, oh, without thinking Oprah, like girl, you can't use, oh, right. But you want to be so excellent, right. That when they hear one word, they think about you. Yeah right yeah but you don't want to look at someone and then try to imitate copy-paste. you can't copy paste because then when when they meet you in person you can't deliver you can't speak eloquently you don't have your own words you don't you have sound like a,
1: a recording of someone you else you sound like chat yeah. gpt <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can't yeah, chat yes, GPT somebody's yeah. spirit. Yeah, You can't chat GPT someone's, you know, you can't really do their brand either. But um, there's another thing that my mentor says. He says that your reputation so, should um, surpass you when they meet you in person. Basically meaning you should be more in person than what they, are. you know, what they mm-hmm. already thought of you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Like you should be great yeah but when people meet you you should blow their mind and so the only way to do that is to continue becoming yes it's not to stop at yeah well I really said you know I feel I see a lot on Instagram people just keep repeating what somebody else says you know it's just a lot of repeating Mm -hmm. but when you really sit down and you sit with the lessons that God has taught you first of all you can't forget them
1: no they come naturally they come come naturally. naturally yeah
0: And they're so profound because there's passion behind what you're saying.
1: Yeah. It's interesting, this current season that I'm in, I feel like I'm in that harvest season.
0: Mm.
1: Another word for what you're already Mm -hmm. articulated. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in that harvest season. I'm like, man, when I actually have the time to sit back and reflect on everything that's happening, I'm like, man, this is, I'm really in my own lane. Mm -hmm. Not in my own lane, like I'm doing this all alone, but like I'm actually living out. This is me. The purpose, correct. And to your point, when those when you get into those spaces and those rooms where you have to articulate what it is that you actually do and people have already followed you, yes. they fanned out with you before mm-hmm. <laughs> or following you, yeah. um, you do deliver a lot more than they actually expect. And, yes. it, and you as the person, the, the person giving the information, don't necessarily see it that way because you're just operating you just in your believe. flow mm-hmm. and you're allowing other people to just receive whatever that energy, yes. that, those concepts, and yes. those informa- that information is. Yes. Um, so it's just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. and It's not rehearsed no. when you are sharing that information, your gifts. It's not rehearsed. It doesn't feel like, um, some Ted talk or speech or anything. It just flows eloquently exactly. in terms of like what you're trying to share with your audience. Exactly. Yeah.
0: When we think about, um, like our brands should really be like Jesus in this sense. People like he started with 12 people. Yep. He, he found the people. That were going to benefit him. He found a tax collector. He found these fishermen. And he went to the fishermen. He was not a fisherman. But he says, I'm going to make you fishers of men. He told the fishermen, (laughs) like, you know how to make fish. You know how to catch fish. But I'm going to teach you how to be fishers of men. He took 12 people. Yeah. Right? And then Jesus was just naturally being himself. a, A little bit of a rebel, saying things that people didn't like. You know, doing things on the Sabbath stuff that just they didn't think was cool and then people started to follow him everywhere he went right so when they met him they already knew what he did his reputation precedes, precedes him they yep. already knew what he did but let me tell you what happened I talked about in another episode that the woman with the issue of blood right mm-hmm. there were all these people around him and, and Jesus always said that he could only perform miracles in places where people believed I, they, he said, I couldn't go there because they didn't believe, right? Mm-hmm. And so he went, I mean, he's around all these people, but the only one that was healed was the woman that said to herself, if I can touch, right? And so our our brands, our business should be very similar to that. We start off with a team, right? It yeah. be a small team. But at some point, it should surpass like what we're doing and the impact that we're creating it should it should spread yeah kind of like wildfire yeah right and people should come already knowing what you do
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and then what you should do is take the two fish and the five loaves and you make more of what and multiply yep that's what we're supposed to be doing yep,
1: yep. he laid it out
0: for us yep the truth is right there <laughs> the blueprint we're like right. i don't literally know what the i'm blueprint. doing i don't know it's all right there he's he literally came and just walked it out and said just follow what i did but we make it religion
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: just do what he did yeah. yeah i'm sorry we just went all off topic. no
1: it's good <laughs> that's good that's good i think uh, it, it kind of ties everything up with a little bow basically yeah. uh, we're talking about being able to pull out your natural gifts <laughs> everything that you. hey girl <laughs> 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 you're talking about being able to pull out your natural gifts yes um and being able to identify that as your uh, practice uh, essentially the adult version of yourself and like those are the goals of and take ownership yes. ownership of it um and also being able to rally behind those that are around you in your circle. Yes. With, in real life, what does that look like? That yes. means, do you need a coach? Right. Do you need a community? You always do you need, need your one. 12 disciples? Yes. Like, what does that look like? Yes. And being able to leverage that and be able to lean on one another yes. in ways that allow, allow you to catapult in your career, mm-hmm. your personal life, your love life, whatever that looks like yes. for you to be
0: successful. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. We have a studio audience, you guys, if you hear <laughs> <laughs> Today, pretty on paper, <laughs> <Yes>. live. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so how can women transfer these skills to their personal lives, the skills that, that we talked about in project management?
1: I feel like we, made it I feel like we hit we on everything. We talked about right, it, Oh, right? Lord, we <laughs> got ahead of ourselves. Um, pulling those project management skills. Okay, let's say you're not an organized person. Okay. That's fine. That's, yes. that's perfectly okay if not yeah. a naturally organized person. Okay. Um, But you can start to walk things back. Like I said, you get overwhelmed, and we have analysis paralysis. Mm -hmm. Walk some things back, because for those that are not naturally organized, Mm -hmm. um, they can't always check off everything on their list like they would love to. Um, Just pick two or three things that you can achieve for that day, for that week, for that month, whatever feels right to you. Mm -hmm. Because I think what we get into, uh, a lot of people get into this rut of, I feel like I need to be more organized. Mm -hmm. I want to actually achieve my goals, Mm -hmm. and these are the things that I want to
0: do. Yeah,
1: and then they're like, okay, I'm going to put all this big list together and try to achieve everything all at once. That's already setting yourself up for
0: failure, creating immediate anxiety,
1: (laughs) (laughs) instant, instant (laughs) anxiety, and the analysis paralysis kicks in because it's like, oh. Should I be doing this? Right. What if I should be doing this? Right. Should I call this person? Do mm-hmm. I need a coach for this? Yes. Do I need to pay for this particular course mm-hmm. online? Do I need to watch th- then you get on YouTube and you do YouTube university and right. watch five hundred fifty million right. now you're <laughs> <really> videos? <confused. laughs> now you're really confused yeah. and you lose the course of what your actual goals yeah. and objectives are mm-hmm. for you to be productive. Yeah. So take it back. Yes. Yeah. Walk it back, scale it back. And just look at this holistically in terms of, okay, I know me.
0: Yes. <laughs> I know, know
1: I know organization and productivity is not naturally my gifts, my mm-hmm. ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me be realistic about the situation and just yes. do like
0: two or three things yes. this this week. Yes. If
1: I can knock those things off and I can actually physically check the box on those, yeah, I've achieved something this week.
0: Now should they celebrate after they Yes, yes. celebrate. Hold on one second. Let me get coffee or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. <coughs> <laughs> I think Cole gave something. I oh, no. it. Oh, I coffee, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Corrie, are you good? Oh, I'm
1: good. Okay. You' being good, baby girl.
0: You' being good. So, after we should celebrate. Yes. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I'll just I'll start it off. Okay. Unless you want to ask the question again. So, should we celebrate after we've accomplished? This? Definitely. Yes. And if you ask my husband, I celebrate everything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I celebrate every small, big nice. win that there is, just because. I mean. Why not? Yes. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to celebrate those moments just kind of helps solidify that, oh, I actually achieved. I yes. accomplished what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Because that can be a tough thing for someone Yes. to actually do what you say you were going to do. Mm-hmm. That's already a you hurdle for someone. You know what? I feel
0: like, too, um, people, I think that when you promise yourself something and then you don't accomplish it, you start to not believe in yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you know that you lied to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think people get into that, too. Like, okay, I said I was going to do that. Like, you know, I told myself, not nobody else, I'm going to do this. And I didn't do it. So how do you think someone gets out of that when you actually realize that I've made these goals, I didn't do it? Like, how do you get out of realizing that I just lied to myself?
1: (laughs) I would say just assess. Like if you have created that big list of like Mm -hmm. 30 different tasks that you said you going to achieve, that's Mm -hmm. not, first of all, that's not realistic. Especially if you're not naturally that type Mm -hmm. of person. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, scale back that list. Yes. Outline it to something that's a little bit more manageable, more realistic for not just what you want to achieve for that day, for that week, but what you can achieve in relation to everything that's happening in your life. Mm -hmm. Because you might have a family, Mm -hmm. you might be in school, you might be starting a new job. What can you realistically achieve yeah. with in, in keeping in mind everything else that you have going on in your lifestyle? Yes. Um, and then go about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, like you said, I think when you do have find yourself in the position that you just shared where it's like, man, I just lied to myself. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be able to achieve mm-hmm. that. What that then goes into is the spiral yes. where you are now looking at other people who are doing the things that you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You're like, I had that idea, well, I had that concept, yes. but you didn't execute You'd on execute, it, yeah. you didn't execute on yeah. it. You have to be, just be more focused on what you actually can achieve and manage during that time frame. Yeah. And then what that also leads to, if you're in that same scenario that mm-hmm. you just mentioned, mm-hmm. is you don't invest in yourself. Yes, You lose out on opportunities mm-hmm. where you could have been a great coaching program, yes. a, grou- a great group mm-hmm. program, a great uh, pretty unprofitable podcast you could have listened to right but you you miss out on it because it's like well that's too much money no it's not too much money you just know you wouldn't be able to achieve what you needed because you didn't focus on the goals at hand in the first place yes so just being able to think of everything holistically understand Mm -hmm. what can I manage yes How can I I take this on easy bite-sized doses Mm -hmm, where I mm -hmm. feel like I'm accomplished? And I think over time that'll continue to grow and manifest into something larger. It compounds, right? Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, And compound interest where you got now monetary opportunities coming in, so even better. Yes.
0: (laughs) So I talk about the profitable Proverbs 31 woman and how she's productive. I think though as women, we have innately in us to do all these things that the proverbs 31 woman does yeah however we treat it more like a to-do list rather than seeing it as a bigger you know purpose and so how do we go from being uh busy or how do you be a busy woman but not a busy body like how do you do that what is What would you suggest to women that are listening and saying, you know what, I'm going to get busy, I'm going to get organized, I'm going to get productive. How do we go from making sure that what we are actually doing does produce something?
1: Mm, Got you. So that's where um, a lot of people have vision boards. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have at the top of the year, if you don't have a vision board, you have like a goals for the year. This is my my word for the year. Mm -hmm. This is my theme for the year um essentially is what i do as well okay. i do i call projections because mm-hmm. i'm a project manager so i'm using all these which PN is another terms. principle by the way
0: <laughs> it's another proverbs 31 principle but go projections? Ahead.
1: yes <laughs> oh, okay i've been lying girl i've been lying this is alignment. the proverbs
0: 31 woman <laughs>
1: yes yes um so i do projections basically yes. outline okay For the year 2023 and have projections for the next three years five years which you should okay i do too okay (laughs) (laughs) um things that i want to achieve and i want to accomplish and Mm -hmm. how i will actually get there yes i do that because i want to stay focused on things that matter yes and that's going to go back to the bottom line of nicole whether that's money time with family Mm -hmm. time with friends Mm -hmm. time with business partners whatever that looks like that way i don't lose track and get deviated on things that don't make sense and yes. are not in
0: alignment with my ultimate goal mm-hmm. and my ultimate purpose. Mm-hmm. So that's how we stay from being a busybody. Correct. being busy and productive. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. For those things that
1: come up um, out of nowhere, yes. maybe it is, it is a good thing to yes. show up on that podcast mm-hmm. or show up at that particular conference because mm-hmm. it's going to provide you a return later. Yes. Um, but then there are certain things where it's like, mm, this doesn't Why? feel like the writing. You, and you'll know, you'll feel mm-hmm. it, you'll understand it, exactly. you'll you'll get uh, almost an instant feeling that this may not be in alignment with what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. However, let me pitch this to someone else who I think this is more in alignment with. Yes. If that doesn't fit your brand. So being,
0: yeah. being true to yourself. Yeah. Not yeah. ignoring yourself, but being true to yourself. Correct, correct. Yes, that's good. So what are some tips or tools that you can share with women who want to increase the productivity? I think we talked about that.
1: Uh, yeah we i think we kind of yeah
0: okay um comment below if you got any more questions (laughs) (laughs) y'all link below right (laughs) so um how have you been able to leverage your project management skills as a new mom
1: girl that has been the greatest project i have ever been a part of it's a project, so I, I call her, and my little girl, that's our first little one, her name is Galaxy. Oh, She's amazing, she's just I love over the moon, me. we love her. Yes. Um, we we call her our little project manager. Yes, because she came here well before time. Yes. She came before schedule. Right, early <laughs> schedule. Right, right. Um, and then when her <laughs> bottle cup when it's when she knows when her bottle is ready, she'll like cry like five ten minutes before, like give it like a like, warning I'm shot, just letting
0: you know. Yeah. it's time. Yeah. So she's <laughs> our little project manager.
1: Um, but it's been amazing. It's never the same yes. each day. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that we have on schedule is like when her bottles are given to her mm-hmm. so that's literally as my project management brain that's the only thing I can put on schedule everything yes. else is like I'm gonna roll with it mm-hmm. I'm gonna roll with yeah. it and so what what has happened is since I'm a new mommy mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur I'm yeah. doing all the things yeah um, thankfully both my husband and I work from home with nice. our businesses uh, my mother-in-law is with us as well oh, so that awesome. provides additional assistance village. girl a village yes and it's it a takes, whole new level oof. I understand that on a whole new level yes. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but because there's so much unknowns yes. in that process, mm-hmm. I leave room for unknowns in my work. Yes. So I work in different spurts, I might mm-hmm. work for three, four hours, mm-hmm. take a break because I know I need to like be in complete mommy mode. Yeah. Like today she is with me, didn't have assistance, mom-in-law had to do her own thing today, Listen, daddy's at work. work, gotta make it work. Yes. So she's a part of our audience yes. today. Studio audience. Yeah. Studio <laughs> audience. Um, yeah. So essentially, you know, being able to maneuver in ways that makes sense for, um, my lifestyle as an entrepreneur and a new mom, just being able to make that work, so.
0: I talk about that too, like, I don't believe that a mom is my identity. I think it is something that of course you become and it's something that's added to you. Yeah. However, I do believe, I don't believe that every woman should be a mom, but I do believe that becoming a mom is like our first intro into ownership and managing because we've made the baby. Yes. Right now we have to manage it. And then the next level of their parenting, we're figuring out how to multiply the things that are within them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have an 18 year old. I'm right now focusing on multiplying his money yeah. and putting him in the best position so that my grandchildren yeah. will not have to have a scarcity story. Yeah. Because I don't. Yes. You know, we we, we don't want the struggle story. We don't. You know struggle is good in in life because we need to have some sort of you know yeah tug of war and all that yeah, yeah but uh the the story uh our black story of struggle and poverty i just don't think that we should put it into it if we can yeah right yeah and so yeah. i think that being a mom it gives us an opportunity and like i said this is not like saying that the only way to do it correct because again. If you're a woman and you don't have kids, you are absolutely valuable. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. But I think that being a mom gives you a first-hand in ownership. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
0: all those principles that it takes to be able to manage a business and a home. And it really forces you because you didn't really need those skills before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was good if it you had good. it. It was
1: good. It was, it was nice to have. Yes. But, <laughs> but it's now a they're different overdrive, level, right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. an overdrive now. And that's yeah. so funny you mentioned that, mm-hmm. the scarcity piece of being yeah. able to teach your, your kids the same concepts and principles to be successful, mm-hmm. not just in life, but financially. Yes. Literally had this conversation last night with my mother-in-law nice. um, and my, my in-laws in general about not having that scarcity mindset as we continue the generation, generation. Mm -hmm. I think there, um, not the entire generation, but there are generations where the conversation about money is taboo, Mm -hmm. we don't wanna talk about it, we don't wanna ask for help. Mm -hmm. We almost, in a sense, um, feel like the struggle and scarcity mindset is a part of who we are and that we should always carry that with Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. When it's like, you know Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like that, right? Exactly. You know, we, uh, my husband and I, we actually became debt-free. So I wrote, wrote, talk about all this in the book, unlearn. Yes. Um, but we actually both became debt-free. Nice. Paid off all of our student loans. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to get close to our first million dollar goal threshold. Nice. And, and plus. So, so that's debt-free our goal.
0: and cash flow.
1: It, listen. <laughs> 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 trying to be able to not only teach ourselves yes. those, those principles mm-hmm. on what, what's important and learn from our elders, yes. past generations mm-hmm. on ways that we can be better, mm-hmm. uh, but then pass that down to our little one yes. and why that's important. Mm-hmm. And so we were having a conversation about money and, and bills and all that stuff, and it's just one of those things where it's kind of, it's always a challenge because if you've grown up in a certain way yes. and thought process, mm-hmm. you really have to break down and literally um, unlearn, which is why I called Ooh. the book unlearn, unlearn a lot of those you do. tactics, those that, not not even tactics, it's just like a lifestyle. We were born into living a certain way mm-hmm. when it comes to money or learning mm-hmm. and having a relationship with money yes. in a certain type of way mm-hmm. that it's hard to like move away from that and it yeah. feels uncomfortable, it feels mm-hmm. distant and it feels foreign. Yes. So being able to break that down, unlearn that to then yes. build yourself back up again in a way that makes sense since and since. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it can be a real challenge, especially Absolutely. in our community. Absolutely. Especially in our community. Yeah.
0: I mean, because we've been handed down, um, you know, very skillfully ways to stay in the low-income space. Skillfully,
1: skillfully. I, I, I heard you. I heard that word. <laughs> right. I was like, "Yep, that's the word." <laughs> um,
0: and and to and to also believe that when we hear minority or poverty, we automatically associate and we think that they're talking about black people.
1: Yep, instantly.
0: Like, I'm not a minority. Yeah. Sorry. Don't yeah. put anything minor next to me. <laughs> right. I like. I that. don't care what the statistics say. Yeah. Listen, if we calculate the whole globe, we are definitely not a minority, um, but I think that we it, it has been um, strategically put in place for the majority, so they're okay with a few blacks making it because they need a little bit of sprinkle, mm-hmm. little yeah, a little seasoning here and there, season, a little pepper. But if we if we can, um, you know, even for like right now, just off topic, kind of like the new way to destroy our community is through entertainment. To keep them entertained, there's a scripture um, in, uh, I think it's in Leviticus 16. Um, Moses goes to Pharaoh and he says, Let my people go. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's like, I'm not letting the people go. So then, what Pharaoh does is he takes the straws that they had. They were using straws to build these bricks. He takes their straws and he raises their quota, like they, he increases their workload. And he says, basically, keep them busy so that they don't entertain lies. Mm. And I feel like that's what happens to our people. Like, they took the straws, and the straws were used to build the tools. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And they were devastated. They're like, they took our straws. But I was thinking, why didn't the Israelites figure out how to make more straws? I got you. Yeah. And when the straws were taken, the quota was raised. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like this economy right now. Yeah. But, you know, and he says basically like weigh them down with work so that they don't entertain the lies. So, you know, if you weigh people down with work, what is the next thing that they want to do? They want relief. They feel like they deserve relief. Mm -hmm. And I think we are so focused on entertaining ourselves and we feel like we deserve this type of life, but we don't pay attention that your straws have been taken. The reason why you're working harder and you're tired is because you didn't you didn't figure out how to make that straw.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great analogy.
0: You know, and so yeah. You know, I think that our community is being torn down right in front of us through music. You know, through women that I would never say that we are like. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, exploiting ourselves um, sexually and things like that. Uh, I I don't see. Uh, a jewish music video out (laughs) with you know women twerking and i don't see um a lot of cultures there's some cultures that are trying to take on the quote-unquote black culture which i don't i wouldn't say is black culture Mm -hmm. it's a Mm -hmm. subculture Mm because that's not me So that's not me (laughs) no but um i feel like that is the way you know in the 80s it was drugs and imprisonment now it's entertainment you know, it's entertainment. And so um, if we don't pay attention that they are taking our straws from us, they're weighing you down with more work. Yeah. You know, but we should really be focusing on sharpening our tools, you know, working together. Yeah. Um, and, and things like that. But I don't know why that just came. But no, listen, <laughs> That's
1: good. That's good. I think it's important why conversations like this is yes, important. Yes. It's like I wish there was a, an easy button yeah. to like fix all this where we empowered people, mm-hmm. resilient people mm-hmm. are able to get what is already rightfully ours mm-hmm. and that we can see that we can identify that in um, in ourselves naturally without having it being told to us yeah. or handed to us on somebody else's platter when mm-hmm. it was already ours to begin exactly with. Um, so I think conversations like this, you know, different forums that are already out there, yes. events, conferences that are already out there. Yes. It's just like how, it's, it's like an
0: endless battle. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't feel like it's an endless battle. It's something that Miles Monroe said. He said that when where you find tolerance, you will find many, uh, you know, like unruly things. So we are taught in our society to tolerate mm-hmm. when that's really not what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be standing on things. Like, no, we're not going to let our children watch this. No, we're not going to, yeah. you know. But we say, oh, well, that's them. Yeah, yeah. And oh, that's those people but ultimately because everything is connected it ends up affecting yeah yeah everything yeah yeah everything yeah you know yeah so anyways <laughs> no that's good so what are some ways you can um the what are some ways you manage your schedule on a daily basis
1: um let's see i already have calendar google calendar is my friend okay like if it's not on my calendar that then it, it's that makes me not. nervous uh oh. Oh God. Uh oh. The wow.
0: ringing and oh the ding ding
1: oh. oh it's on Mute Girl. Oh, okay. okay. It, it'll Maybe vibrate. Okay. Because I also need that too, my sanity. Because yes. I'm like if something is like so ding every mute. other <laughs> I don't have Instagram notifications, I don't have yes. Facebook on, for a reason. Yes. But my calendar I got notifications mm. yes. and it vibrates. So okay, it's not good. like chiming okay. every mm-hmm. two seconds. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I still need some type of sanity in
0: between so all So manage the, your notifications. Yes. Mm, yes. I love so that's a twofold.
1: That. That's a twofold. Manage your notifications and management in terms of putting it on your calendar in terms of lifestyle Mm -hmm. and work. Um, So I'm going to stick with those two in terms of like just being able to manage in a way that makes sense for you. And you don't feel overwhelmed because I think that's where a lot of people go as Mm -hmm. well. It's like, oh, there's just too much. I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't. And then they just remove it and don't do anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Do it in a way that makes sense for you where Mm -hmm. you don't feel overwhelmed. It doesn't feel like a big to do. Mm -hmm. And then you don't end up doing it. Right. What so, we talked about. Yes. Right.
0: So with being productive, how important it is to you? Um, how important is it for you and your social life? So you're productive and you're focused on business, yeah. family. But how do you incorporate and in, in really add that social piece?
1: Um, I make time for fun. Okay. I don't play about my hangout time with girlfriends, okay. spa okay. dates, okay. self-care by myself, yes. go, to my, go get a pedicure by myself. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I do not play about this. So yeah. work hard, play hard is yes. a real thing, especially being an entrepreneur and a new mom right now. Yes. I'm like, listen, I'm tapping out. Uh, don't you? Because I don't want we burnout.
0: Have to, we have to <laughs> tap out. Excuse I don't play about my time.
1: Yes. I do not play. Yes. So that's super important for me, um, and I make it just as a priority as I do my clients. Yes. It's just as essential and important because if I have to pour into them, yes. my gifts, my excellence, mm-hmm. I also have to be full as well in yes. order to pour from yes. <laughs> yes. so being able to have that downtime moments where i don't even pick up my phone yes um, one of the practices i do i don't take my phone in the bed with me or anything nice. if i do it's like all the way on the other side yes. of the room so i'm not forced to like look at my mm-hmm. phone every two seconds because yeah. um, you just need to like decompress yes remove everything mm-hmm. and just release and relax so Uh,
0: Thank you. That was so amazing. You're going to have to come back because we have so much to talk about. Um, But I really think that you embody this principle of being productive. Um, The Proverbs 31 woman is so many things you talked about projecting and being productive, but i really thank you for coming thank you this was can awesome can you tell the people where they can find you yes yes,
1: yes. so i am nicole jones like i mentioned uh, for the productive side for my business the pm suite you can find that at the pmsuite.com on instagram the pm suite underscore um, and if you just want to follow me i'm mrs nicole jones on instagram um, you'll see it on the pm suite as well so
0: and to just wrap up what we talked about today, being productive is about knowing who you are, learning who you are, managing managing yourself and using the right tools and learning when to tap out. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for watching this episode and we'll see you next week. It's niece Nisa the shade. They was dying by my calling now they peeping away.